On this week's... I'm going to keep that in there. <laughs> it's okay, you can. Uh, I'm stupid. Uh, on this week's episode of Animals Are Insane, we talk about She-Hulk, of course, because that's the main thing that everybody wants to hear, She-Hulk review. Spoilers ahead. Uh, the prequels in TV, Better Call Saul, Rings of Power, House of Dragon, how all these are changing. Uh, famous producers, Batgirl's Funeral, Entertainment Changing, and uh, Steve's little bit, uh, tad bit of uh, Westworld at the end. Stay tuned. One, two. Ah. New overlay looks exactly the same, so I don't know, you know. Yeah. For anybody that that's using Zencaster at all. Uh, it's, I, I love that they did like this like introduction video too, where they were like, Hey, let's explain. I'm going to, let me tell you about the <laughs> changes of Zencast. And I was like, cause like you kept telling me to, to, to look over it. I was like, Oh my God, they, they well, must've done I, something crazy. Dude. I just didn't want like us to try to like start this up and then we don't know like, Oh, the buttons are on the wrong spots and like, who knows what's happening. And you know what I mean? Every time they change something, you got to like figure it out. So I didn't know if it was going to be a steep learning curve. That was, that no, was my hesitation. And, why, uh, and the, you know, <clears throat> the, as the plot thickens, uh, it's not a steep learning curve at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nearly identical. Um, except for they have like, now they have like, you know, terms in which you can purchase, more things that yeah, I allow saw that. you to do different things on like the overlays. I mean, I wonder though if Zencaster is trying to what do they what do you mean like like are do you think they're trying to like become OBS in, in some maybe fashion, maybe like a, a little bit simpler than OBS? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I kind of want to try it out. Um OBS I don't know if you, or like Zencaster's Pro. No, Zen, Zencaster's like you can um because we're recording audio and video right now, like Zencaster will sync it up for you, and you have to. Uh, there's some sort of payment. Um, I think it's like five bucks, and then they'll like edit the whole thing for you. I don't know. I, I'm curious. Hmm. I'm curious if that makes if, if we should try it out and see if we like it, and then uh, I don't know. And then just yeah, Do, then it's just like as, as an episode now we can just post it wherever. Yeah. You know? po- Post it on YouTube or whatever, and and have the internet tear us apart even more. Yeah, do you but, think uh, people would actually want to see our mugs? Oh my god, I don't know. You know, that's always like a. I feel like that's like a a thing always to be aware of, especially when it comes to anything you're you're broadcasting, right? Mm-hmm. Like I always think of this in the sense where, I mean, actors must just feel terrible at the end of the day being like, Oh, you know, they were just like knocking me down because I've got a crazy huge nose. My eyebrows are out of whack. And I'm like, I mean, like, you know, like, I mean, I feel like most people, especially people on the internet, they're fucking brutal. Like, I mean, they'll like, oh, dude. they'll break you down to your atom and you, you'll like, <laughs> you know, you just want to <laughs> go, go like, just, you know, be able to uh, kill yourself or something like that. <laughs> like, I mean, it just, it gets, it gets so bad. Like, I mean, the, because like, I mean, because, now especially with like bullying especially on the internet i think it's worse because they're so intelligent you know what i mean like oh, they're oh using, yeah they're using fucking ten dollar words to just make you feel like a piece of shit like, yeah and you even know if that's a real person or like a russian bot that like <laughs> destroyed you <laughs> you know what i, I mean know. yeah oh my god yeah 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 then on top of that you're kind of like is this a real person what yeah. are the days like you know like i i mean but then i, I guess it's kind of also like a little bit counterintuitive if you were if we were like on Twitter and we were those kind of people that just like kept you know arguing with people you know oh man hey, who has time for that? that like honestly yeah. like dude I have like no time in the day like I'm like when you were like hey man I need to like an extra 15 minutes I'm like perfect I have so much I need to do in that like 15 minutes before this like it's just dude my day is packed I ain't nobody got time for all this crap <laughs> like, I ain't got time for that you know what I mean? Like, oh man! Like, I like I have to like figure out when to squeeze in thirty minutes to watch the new like She Hulk today. Like, yeah, oh, schedule man. out the time that you don't have. Yeah, that was like insane. I was like I multitasking watching that show. Like, thank oh, yeah. you. You yeah. don't need much brain power to watch that show. You know what? Though uh, I think I think there's like also that thing where 
Oh, you don't need much brain power to watch the show. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't completely rolled over that comment. My God, <laughs> you know what I mean? which I is funny just... because it's a lawyer show. I know. You know, you'd think you'd have to like pay more attention to it, but man, Dude. man, it's almost like the bare bones of what it's like. It's like Breaking Bad is more of a lo- like, or no, no uh, Better Call Saul is more of a lawyer show than you know She-Hulk. But that's uh, funny. I, w- I know, wanted to bring that up with you today, Better Call Saul. But um, okay, let, let's we'll get into up in a second. I, I got a lot of stuff to talk about today, so let's get right into She-Hulk right now because that's not not going to take much time at all. Did, <laughs> did you watch the new episode that dropped today? Yeah. We're, we're doing this thing now where you and I are going to basically be doing these micro reviews as we go along for these entire series of what we're watching. Is that is that kind of yeah, well? I, part of me feels like we should just maybe switch this to Thursday nights so that we can watch She-Hulk every week and then just like like give our thoughts on it Thursday night and then everyone Friday will have like an up to date I don't know if I can justify moving my entire podcast <laughs> schedule <laughs> to, to, just to watch She-Hulk yeah okay but let's yeah let's let's get right into it cuz then that way we can get it we can get out of the way is what, Dude, is what we want to do it was like just like the most like forgettable episode like are you serious? It, you know, the thing is, okay, so for anybody that's listening or anything, like this episode basically was kind of like, it's kind of like an anime filler. Like you yeah. really, there's nothing to learn yeah. at all. It, it almost felt like this could have been the first episode. Well, not even. It's it's like a deleted scene. That's yeah. What, that's, that's the whole, that's the uh, whole that's, episode. Yeah, that's a better way of, you yeah. Know what I mean, like it's, it. it, it's kind of like they ordered eight, but they only wrote six and they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, (laughs) we got to do two more other things. Yeah, like this should have been part of like the the first episode. Like they could have done what they did in this episode in like the the end of the first episode. Like if like a five minute whatever. Well, I wonder though if 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 it becomes even more of a filler type of episode with like little like very little exposition. But you know Uh, what? Maybe this is more like. Like Marvel's new like formula for TV shows because this this formula kind of reminds me almost of Miss um, Marvel, how it's like there like nothing happens in the first like few episodes like there's no problem there's no villain there's no like anything like you kind of get a little bit with uh, Abomination but it's like that was so silly yeah they they did like this kind of rollover where they were I think they were trying to just poke fun and kind of do slight explanation of like the abomination, uh, you know, um, cameo that was in Shang-Chi and then also his kind of background of like what his, you know, first appearance was, you know, like almost 15 years ago, you know, like, yeah, it's, 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 I, I, I get like why they kind of did that. And like, you know, Bruce Banner was like, Oh, I was literally a different person. Yeah. I was like, ah, ah, ah. I was it like, kind of oh. makes me just miss Edward Norton, though. I know. Like, every time the Hulk now answers the phone, he sounds like he's like this New Jersey gangster, you know, like, hey, yo, this is the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> or, sorry, New Jersey, the Sylvester Stallone gangster. That's what he sounds like. Yeah. Hey, what's going on for ball or fuzzball? It's like, what the what the fuck is, what is this? Like, it makes, know, makes me miss, like, because I felt like Edward Norton was like a, a better embodiment of what you know i i just i feel like i feel like like this smart hulk what what do we call it what's his name yeah it's a, it's a, i don't know uh hulk banner professor hulk or i don't know <laughs> sir hulk yeah you know what Me- i mean uh, he's, I, he's mexican vet vacation hulk <laughs> like i just i miss i miss like the whole like rage monster hulk i don't I know, know i know because it it like it created stakes right? yeah this and whole, like, like ability to transform yeah. back and forth with no like real control behind it is kind of yeah. like, it did, like, doesn't it doesn't do anything. And you know what? It actually like you're gonna make fun of me for bringing this up, but whatever. Like it reminds well, me of the Batman. <laughs> no, no, no. There, there's an animated um, uh, Avengers movie. I don't know if you remember this. I forget what it's mm-hmm. called. You, you're probably gonna like know it right away. But um, like they're in trouble and they like they can't like face this enemy on their own and they're like shit guys do we do it and it's like yeah we're gonna have to and it's like all right so then they like bruce is like locked up like sedated or whatever and they're like all right we need to like bust bruce out 
and get him to turn the Hulk to defeat this monster. Right. Yeah. And so they do it. And then like, like the, like he turns into the Hulk and he destroys his monster. No problem. But then he just starts destroying everything. And he, cause yeah. he can't control like his rage that he just destroys everything. And then like the Avengers now need to somehow like rein him in. And it was I just think, like, I think it's the ultimate Avengers. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if it's, I mean, that that's what happens in the, um, the comic, they actually treat the Hulk as kind of like being like this, like a nuclear bomb where they're like, there's, yeah. you know, there, he, he's like, ultimately he's a gigantic weapon and like a thing that cannot be stopped. Yeah. Which imagine if they did that though, because they, they kind of alluded to that in the first Avengers movie, right? They were like, well, we have a Hulk. And they, yeah, they, no, they, they refer the to it like a weapon. The second one, the second Avengers movie, they did a better job with Ultron because like Scarlet Witch like plays a game with, with Bruce Yes. Right. And then Hulk yeah. goes crazy and Iron Man has to fight Hulk, which yeah, is was, like a great sequence. Great sequence. Yeah. But it's like, I, but they had to like justify the rage monster in that. Right. Like, yeah. I like the idea that the rage, like it's just a, like his whole turning into the Hulk. That is the rage monster. That is the problem. That's his like demon that he has to like live with. Right. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I think that's a better, I don't know. It's, it, it feels better to me. i like it better yeah well i mean it just creates more stakes but it also like makes you like think like you you have this you know other personality that can take over you know from the the slightest uh increase of your heartbeat right like it's you know it it, it yeah. can be really scary and they can create a lot of tension with that which was what i think they did in the first movie with edward norton where yeah. he was learning how to control his breathing so he could control his heart rate you know, yeah, it was, right. It was a whole, now, it was a whole thing. It, it's just, it feels like we've gone so far away from that version oh, of the Hulk. Yeah, it's not the same, right? And now, and now with She Hulk, it's like you know, she she gets her powers immediately, knows how to control it immediately, like understands everything, can turn it on, turn it off, like with the the tip of a hat. Yeah, and it's just like, I don't know, man. It's just, it's it. I feel old. It, if you can put a review together i feel old my she hulk episode two review right it's like we're we're so far away from like the 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 nostalgic elements of the hulk for me but do you you think that like some of the some of the parts of it especially when when you think of it as like a nothing episode i think it has to do with like the time that they put on it it's 30 minutes long i know so short i know that's a good which, which like, comedy. It's for which a comedy was like, series. Like perfect for me today because I had like zero time to watch it, and I was like, "Oh my god, thirty minutes, perfect! I can totally yeah. like cr- crush this before we talk." So, but it's just not enough time. It's not no. enough time to do anything. Nothing. You know, not enough time to do anything, and like they didn't. It's like they knew that, and so they didn't do anything. Yeah, and and you know, like throughout the episode, the basically the the way you can sum up this episode is that it's like uh, she, she gets a job. Yeah, Jennifer job. Walters gets a job, and yeah. like the thing is that it's it's like gets a job with you know Bruce Banner's old uh, enemy, you know that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah. like that that was it. Like there's, yeah. there's nothing else was was kind of um, you know built on top of that. Right, like we we got to meet her weird family, which why the fuck, you know? Yeah, who cares? Um, mm-hmm. Who are like you know. the, it's like the worst family too. Oh, like, I know. Yeah, but but it's one of those. Maybe that's like why they. This is the thing where it's like I, I think they're trying to poke fun at it. I think that I think that's where they're trying to do the comedic moments where they're like, oh, Jennifer Walters, she's a superhero now, but she's unemployed. And this guy, it's kind of like um, you know, in Seinfeld, whenever he talks about whenever Uncle J- Uncle uh, Leo talks about his nephew to Jerry, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's he, you know, he works at the parks department. You know, he's he's like a manager now. Yeah. Jerry Jerry's literally like the number one like comedian in that world you yeah. know doing you know letterman and everything else but uncle leo only only sees his son is so like accomplished because he works yeah. in the parks department and he's a man yeah 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 because i'm a manager at best buy yeah right? exactly he's a man- yeah so like so they, yeah. they did this thing where they, they they did that in the round table of like the family but on top of that the mom and dad for Jennifer Walters is, is it Jennifer Walters? I think it is Jennifer for for She Hulk. Yeah. Um, are just not like good characters. No, no. You know? and even like her dad tried to have that like mother or father. Uh, yeah, like, like like hey, let's go into this shed and talk about like how yeah, you're doing. How are you really doing? And it's like, do you like? 
I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it, was a, it was a weird way of directing, but like even you know the 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 good set of parents was probably like in Miss Marvel. Like they had, you know, they had a, a different way of grounding those two for mm-hmm. Kamala, right? But for this well, one, well, and it's different because like Miss Marvel's like a kid, so it's like your parents are like more important to you. But like as an yeah. adult, like your parents, like it's like I don't know. I feel like you once you like. I don't know, turn a certain age, you realize that your parents are just people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. It's like at some point your parents are like superheroes. They can do everything. Your dad is like the strongest man in the world because like mm-hmm. you're so weak or whatever. And then you like hit a point where you're like, wait, I'm my dad's just a dude that, you know, fell in love with a woman and had some kids. Oh, I know. The day that I beat my dad in an arm wrestling match, I was like, you're yeah. done. You're done. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know? And then he threw me out of the window. So it's like, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. No, but I mean, like, you know, to kind of, well, wrap this, you know, this part up. Because it's just, it's such a waste. It's like, it, I don't see it as being that bad, though. Right? Like, there it, were some funny moments, but, like, it it was more of an add-on. It was yeah. an add-on episode. It's not but, really but an it, episode. Yeah, and I feel like because it's 30 minutes, it's like, who cares? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. that Because it goes by so quickly. Yeah, that's the that's kind of the the weird part about it though. So it's like it's hard to it's hard to get anything out of it, right? If if I saw like an article being like the top five things I learned from episode two, I'd be like, dude, what the fuck? You yeah. saw a different fucking episode than I did. You yeah, know what I mean? No, for sure. I always love those like BuzzFeed ones where they're like, okay, here we go. We're gonna dive very very much into the fucking lore of this, like minute by minute. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. But yeah, no, it was, you know, it's, I don't know. It, it's not, it's not a, it's not bad, but it's just not anything. Like it doesn't, it doesn't um, add yeah. on to whatever the show is is trying to do, you know? No, I to- totally agree. Yeah. Sorry, my computer's making noise here. Let me show Things it. that we agree on. Um, okay. So you brought up uh, Better Call Saul and I wanted to like bring this up with you because it, it actually kind of reminded me of... Um, uh, House of Dragon, House of the House Dragon. House of the Dragon, yeah, yeah. So and and it, it kind of goes in with uh, Rings of Power for me as well. So I was thinking about this, and and the reason why, and I'm I'm curious if maybe other people feel this way, or maybe they don't, or I don't know. But the reason why I never watched Better Call Saul was because I just loved Breaking Bad, and it's just like when that ended, oh. mm-hmm. I didn't need more of it. Right, I felt like I felt like satisfied. You know, it was like it was like you know, like Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, okay, it felt yeah. like complete. It was like full <laughs> circle. Thanksgiving dinner. Do you know what I mean? Like you did, I just. Well, what about was, the, What about that fucking pumpkin pie that's coming right at your I face? Did. It's hot. You got a little bit of ice cream, or maybe some of that whipped cream. Come uh, on. What is good? Or it's more about like the pre stuff. It's like what you had for lunch before you had. You know. Sure. Okay. But, okay. So, so this is my my comparison, right? So so for me, Breaking Bad was like a complete, perfect. You know, wrapped cherry on top, whatever. Perfect. How whatever yeah. whatever analogy you want to give that. Yeah. So Better Call Saul, like I had no desire. To, to dive back into that world, right? And I understand that, like, I, like everyone on the internet that I've, like, read and listened to and whatever says that, like, Better Call Saul is, like, one of the greatest, like, prequel series mm-hmm. of all times. Like, it's fantastic, yeah. whatever. I have no desire to, to, to get into that. However, with um, uh, Game of Thrones, yep. I loved it, but that last season, I feel like everyone can agree, was the biggest, like, pile of garbage. Like, yeah. And so that final season, though, did not wrap the series up with a nice like bow with a cherry on top. It did not make me feel full and complete like a Thanksgiving meal, right? And so then when House Dragon comes out now, I'm like, I want to get back into that world mm-hmm. to, to, to kind of like, like nullify this horrible feeling from that last season. And I kind of feel like the same thing with Ring, the Rings of Power because... Lord of the Rings, I thought was great, but then The Hobbit was terrible, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like I need like a mulligan for The Hobbit to to get back in this world. So so I'm willing to give Rings of Power a chance, just like I'm willing to give House of Dragon a chance. And House of Dragon so far, I thought was really well done. I I enjoyed it. I I did, and I do. The one thing I actually liked about House of Dragon, I don't know if you can agree or disagree, was I like that they are far enough in the past that certain decisions they make don't directly affect um, uh, Game of Thrones. 
Yeah, so let's let's see if I can address as much as my God that, 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 that fucking rant. That rant. <laughs> it's like no, you wrote it okay, no, like down, and you were like, "I got to get it." Out. No, because I like I don't know. I, I I kept hearing about Better Call Saul, and I'm like, "Oh man!" Like like I I get it now. Like I totally understand why people like got into that, or like why I didn't get into that. Like it just it makes sense to me. And like I kind of compare um, House of Dragon to uh, Obi Wan. Right, like I think Obi Wan's biggest problem was that it was so close to A New Hope yeah. that it's like you know how it's going to end because you know A New Hope how A New Hope starts, right? Whereas now House of Dragon, it's like two hundred years yeah. before Game of Thrones, so there's a lot that can happen that you know, like they have a lot of freedom. I feel like, yeah, I think I, I think what's happening, especially with like prequel any sort of IP right between TV shows and movies is that like the things that you can do to be really successful about it is take the most smallest piece of detail and then expand on it. Right. If you look at something like rogue one, they literally took a line out of a new hope. Yeah. It was, it was, it was only like one piece of dialogue that like, Oh, it was a great tragedy to get these plans. That's it. That was yeah. the entire like you know basis of an of a, of a movie that I would argue is probably the best Star Wars, you know, spinoff. Well, the best you know Disney Star Wars that we've we've even even had. Yeah, you know, but uh, between that and Solo, and I would, you know, I would I'd fight anybody that didn't like Solo because they were, anyway anyway. <clears throat> but the whole thing was that like they used this like small detail to create a gigantic expansion. So we yeah. didn't know all of these characters. They could have lived. They could have died. Whatever it may be. So when when you're looking at something like Better Call Saul, um, it, it does do something that that Obi-Wan should have done, right? Because Better Call Saul does lead into the aftermath of Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. but also serves as a prequel to understand Saul. So they do they do two things. They show what the future is for Saul and they show the past of how he became Saul. And, yeah. and they and they melded it together between these like black and white is the future and the color is like the past. It's yeah. a very, very smart way of like even like because like the the way that it's directed and the way that it's produced has a lot of remnants of Breaking Bad. So you can feel the Breaking Bad from it, but you're not missing Jesse or Walt, you know, um, or any yeah, of the but, characters. But, okay, but I think that your analogy, the, the problem with your analogy is it's like Better Call Saul is like the prequel trilogy. Breaking Bad is like the original trilogy. And Obi-Wan is like the show in between those two. You know what I mean? And that's where I feel like is problematic. That's where all the problems lie. I think I think it's more... I know, I, I, I still think, you know it's, I mean? I think it's... I think it's like a prequel, you know, like in such a small you know, versions of details. Cause like, so the problem that, you know, you have a lot of the times, especially with like Obi-Wan or even smaller prequel things is that when the stakes are high in a prequel show, you kind of already know the outcome, right? Yeah. You know, when people are going to, you know, like they're going to live, it's like, okay, well, Obi-Wan, there was never going to be a moment when we were going to be afraid for Obi-Wan's life because we know he becomes an old man. Yeah. So, but in, in, you know, in better call Saul, you know, there were small details and small lines that they used from Breaking Bad that Saul would have said that mentions characters that we start to get to know. But yeah, but the difference is that they didn't just kill them off every season. They developed them, right? And like so you get to like understand a little bit more about the actual characters within six seasons. They did, you know, they did more, or I think yeah, just as much as Breaking Bad did, you know, when it comes to mm-hmm. the amount of seasons and everything. So they, but they use that time to, to develop. So it's 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 a really, it, it, I think it really serves well. But it's also, I feel like it could stand on its own. So, so what you're saying is you liked House of Dragon? <laughs> I did actually. <laughs> but here's here's the weird thing is that like I didn't like I I don't know if I could say I really disliked the last season of Game of Thrones the way that people have completely shat on it, because I still think at its worst, it's probably better than 90% of TV. Mm, I, it, you know what it was for me anyways, it was the, um, oh, what's her name? The, the queen or, uh, uh, Daenerys, Daenerys, Daenerys is like sudden, like flip. 
Oh yeah, her her like her when she just went crazy type of thing. Yeah, and I felt like her craziness just came out of nowhere. Like they tried to justify it, but I just feel like like everything about uh, Game of Thrones was such like a slow burn. You got like you really understood why everyone did everything for the most part, anyways. And it's like for her, like we spent so much time on her throughout these seasons, and then for her to just like do that, like it just felt like it came out of nowhere. And it just. What, what do you think would have been better, though? They, like, if they wanted to do that, if that was the direction they were going, they should have like built that in. She should have been like slowly getting more and more crazy, and like doing things, and like showing you that like she's kind of like losing it. And then it's like she hits a point where then she like snaps fully. But it's like it just felt like she like had her shit together for the most part, and like she was on this like trajectory, and then, yeah. But then for her to just like go like fucking ham at the end there was like insane. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? Oh yeah, like, yeah. No, it was it was a complete flip of like what we've been like watching throughout the entire thing. But I think that there was something that we all have to learn about Game of Thrones where they do that thing where it's like anybody that wants something may get it, but it'll come at such a higher price than what, like, is that nobody what, wins. Is that what George R. R. Martin said? <laughs> oh, fucking all, yeah! All these like authors, man, they come out of no, the woodwork to be like talking about these type of things too. That's not sure. his his like that final season isn't like his story, right? No, I know, but 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 you know, it would be funny though is if that final season killed it and crushed it, and we have a multiverse version of George R. R. Martin that was like, that's exactly how I wanted it to end. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it because because oh, the no, it's now. He, if he saw it before everyone and said like that's perfect, that's exactly what I would have done, and then we watch it and we're like ah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but but the thing is too, like I mean the 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 real issue because like I remember, I remember they they had a petition that they wanted to <laughs> they wanted to have yeah. that old season remade. It was almost like two million signatures. It's a it's a fucking in, insane thing. But yeah. the but the 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 big problem that they were already you know dealing with, especially at that time, was the gigantic transition of D- Disney and Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. Because right? all so the, then, the crew, they, didn't yeah. the, write, the writers, like everyone left. Everybody, everybody, yeah. like that entire team was going basically going to be hired for Dan, the two Dans, uh, like their, you know, their next Star Wars thing that yeah. ultimately got canceled. But the the thing about that is. Like if, if you're if you're so concentrated on being like okay guys get ready for the transition you know that kind of thing, then it's mm-hmm. going to be less time actually spent on what you're doing and you know and like a lot of people complain about like the dark episode right the one that was like all at night you know? yeah um, and you know I don't know I mean like I, I mean like look I watched it at night on yeah. my TV and everything I didn't find it to be. Like, like, I mean, was everybody, like, yeah. watching it right during the day with windows open? Like, of course, you're not going to yeah. fucking see anything. No, I mean, like, for sure. My, my biggest dark. Yeah, my biggest issue is, like, I have a white wall behind my TV. And so it's just, like, <laughs> the, the yeah. contrast of that is, like, oh, drives Dude, me crazy. It ain't, it ain't going to get better if you build a fireplace and put it over that. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> well... Yeah, I got I got to figure that out. Right, right? we'll see. You know, we'll uh, see. but yeah, you know. But the thing is that, like, even that last season, like, so, like that that entire episode was action packed, dude. And mm-hmm. like, and they, I think that they accomplished the same type of action that they did in Battle of the Bastards. I don't know if you remember that episode. Yeah, but like, okay, so you know what it is. You know what I feel like I like about Game of Thrones, and I like is I feel like this is an interesting comparison is because I feel like you can kind of compare. Game of Thrones to Star Wars because there's so much time, like the original Star Wars, there's so much time spent on like the politics of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, like who's in charge, who's like manipulating who, like, like Game of Thrones definitely goes like way more into it than Star Wars. But I feel oh, like yeah. Star Wars, like the heart of it um, was all about like the political structure of the world. Who's in control? Yeah. Who's not in control? We need to take over. You know, this king's bad. This emperor's bad. We got to take him over. How are we going to do it? Let's, you know, figure out a, a way. You know, it's like the house, like uh, the, the the Starks are like a family the, the tar- name. The Targaryens. And Targaryens. The, you have like yeah, the Skywalkers, yeah. the Solos, the, you know what I mean? The, the Palpatines. Like you have these like, you know, house names kind of yeah. thing. I mean, well, okay, but like, but in the lore of it, yeah, okay, I, I can kind of understand where you're getting. Game from. of Thrones does a better job, right? But I feel like Star Wars kind of like almost like sparked that. 
Like, I'm curious if George R. R. Martin is a fan of Star Wars. I would be very curious to I know. He, I think he's a fan of The Witcher. Okay. And but, I'll, I'll tell you why. There was like this weird thing because like I've I, I became one of those Witcher fans. I'm not like it's not like a Rick and Morty fan type of fan, you know. Like it, it, I'm a Witcher fan. Like I love the third game, game and I and I love the books. Uh, the show is not good. Uh, again, I'll fight anybody on that one. Uh, but you know. Rebby. Um, and, uh, but the thing is that like, you know, when I was reading one of the books and there was, there's literally a line that says winter is coming. Like it's, it's actually another part of the whole thing with the Witcher series. But yeah. The Witcher series was written, you know, late eighties. Like it was, it was, you know, even before game of Thrones, but at the same time, even like, you know, look, we have collective consciousness, whoever, whoever wins, you know, gets yeah. there first, all that kind of shit, whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, at the same time, I mean, yeah, like they, they did, they did use a lot of politics, like to build up like the tensions between the houses and everything within game of Thrones. But one of the things that I think was, was a great thing to watch within from the first episode of game of Thrones to the end is how much of the production just exploded. Yeah. You know, well, and which, I liked I liked watching those. Sorry, excuse me. Um, like how they did it, episodes too. Oh, like dude, yeah, how they filmed it with the wall and everything, and like so I cool. don't know. Yeah, but yeah, because like they also went to these multiple locations. Like they did, they 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 basically like made Game of Thrones like an event. Right? Yeah, every Sunday they had you know gigantic numbers. Yeah, and did you, you know? did you actually see that on on uh, was that on YouTube? Um, there's all these people. So Sunday, Sunday, last Sunday was when uh, House of the Dragon premiered, right? And it was one of the a, highest premieres that I think it's ever had, right? Yeah, and uh, but there was um someone filmed it like uh like an apartment or a condo in New York City. Oh were, yeah, everybody. Yeah. And you saw everyone's TV watching it at the same time and all the different floors. And I was like, that's oh you know yeah. Sarah and I sat down, you know, on the couch, and it it felt like the same thing. Except yeah. for you didn't have that badass, you know, opening intro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that kind of shit. I mean, well, they didn't do that though for the first episode of Game of Thrones, right? Didn't didn't that that? I don't know. I don't know. I thought that came with the second episode. Hey, I mean, maybe maybe there maybe that's like the the plan kind of thing going forward. But yeah, I think I think it is an exciting thing. Is another point you brought up that it's like it's two hundred almost two hundred years in the past before yeah. Daenerys, and you're kind of like, okay, they can. You can introduce as many fucking like because like it's yeah. just like it's almost like the progression of time will be the death of everybody. So it's like yeah, right. We I don't know who lives, who dies, and I'm like super confused as to like who is who and who's you know great grandfather or whatever is who and I know who, I was thinking the same thing. I was like I was like is this the Mad King? Like you know like because like we were, I was thinking I was like because wasn't at one time the whole point was that a Targaryen was the Mad. King. king that like used his dragons to kill i don't know to like yeah i don't know i didn't read the books either so i i don't know i mean like there, there could be a whole thing um, yeah you know but i mean obviously we're going to see a lot more dragons we're going to see you know a lot more of like i mean it, but it just seems like it's more tied to a specific house yes right yeah so this is not a game of thrones this well, is literally house of the dragons so we're just going to see more targaryen uh, you know, aspect of the entire world that takes place, and mm-hmm. you know, um, whatever, whatever the fuck it's called, the Seven Kingdoms or the, you know, what is it called? Yeah. I think Westeros. Westeros, yeah, yeah. But they do mention, I feel like the Starks, didn't they, in this episode? Well, yeah, they had a whole bunch of sigils, right? They had the uh, uh, the Boltons and the, all right, maybe they're not Boltons, not, but they I had the Starks. The Starks. There was um, another one. Not that I didn't. I don't remember the Boltons. There was someone else though. Yeah, it was it was uh, not the Tarleys, right? Is the Tarleys like that's like Sam's? Uh, yeah, it might have been, but like they but they had they had a bunch of different you know houses that were still, which is weird to think like you're kind of like my God, generation after generation, Brathian, Brathian. That's right, that was it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, no, it's, I think it'll be exciting. I mean, you know, the the Rings of Power thing. Man, they keep doing this thing where they like release a trailer and then release an, another one that sucks it's like they they're having like, like they five know. different houses that are doing these trailers wait are you talking about house of dragons are you talking about rings of power? no i'm talking about rings rings of power i'm, oh, I'm yeah. jumping i'm jumping yeah you're jumping around here you know because rings of power comes out in two weeks right Dude, i feel like i feel like rings of power they're worried 
I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't see why they have to. They're, they're, it's not. I don't think it's. I think I the think, internet is going to destroy them. That's what I think is going to happen. Oh, do you do you think that like the the Tolkien Tolkien Isles? What are they called again? What are we we talk about? Them? Yeah, the Tolkienites are going to are going to just like because they're such crazy fans. Yeah, like I think that there's a very. Do you think they're crazier than Game of Thrones fans? Well, I th- see. I, it's like what I was saying earlier. Like I think that that. The Lord of the Rings prequel, I don't think they went far enough back in time. Well, like, also, I think they expanded like a 72 page fucking novel. You know what I mean? No, but like a half hour. But, but I think because House of the Dragon is like 200 years in the past, they're, they're allowed to do things. They can kill whoever they want. Yeah, I think they're doing something similar with Rings of Power, right? Because. It, but isn't know, it, it like isn't like certain like like fathers are in this and like well I mean like 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 Elrond right but the thing is yeah. that elves live fucking forever right so his like young version could be like you well, know way the hell in the past I mean right? I hope I hope we Let's just know those that. two characters aren't going to die right the Gwenda Gwenda Penta Gwenda Pilip Gwenda Gwenda I dude I don't know Gwenda Wild Gwenda Wildlanders Gwenda I was going to say their names. Uh, yeah, Elrond, Elrond, Elrond Hubbard. Elrond and, Hubbard. Uh, <laughs> and and yeah, Gwendolyn Gala, Christie. Gala, Galadre? Gala, 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 you, no, you got to say it like an elf, dude. <laughs> say, say it like an elf. <laughs> oh, man. It, it's Galadre. <laughs> it's it's a, a, yeah, I don't know, man. I sounded more I'm like, like uh, oh my god, I sounded like more like Wharf right there, Galadre, you know, or like a fucking the what is the other guy's yeah, name? What's all bad? Yeah, but but you you think that? I mean, I don't think that Amazon's sweating it at all. I think I think in fact they they had an article that came out recently. That the producer was like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. These are two different shows, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, please don't don't you know make the comparison. I just I feel like there's going to be an issue with something in that show where it it's, reminds me of like uh, that character Rose from uh, Star Wars, the most recent trilogy. <laughs> And how like the internet just like destroyed her, you know what I mean? Like Ugh. it's like the Jar, the Jar Jar effect, you know? Like yeah, but what's I funny just, though is that then t- twenty years from now, everybody's gonna love Rose. Like everybody's like loves Jar Jar Banks now. Now, yeah. Like right? back that, then, the guy wanted dude, to kill himself. It was I like, know it was, it was bad, right? Him, and him then, and that kid that played Anakin. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I. That's how I feel with with the Rings of Power because these fans are so. Cr- like fucking crazy online. So oh, I just I know when they're, when they're like, Hey, our dwarf ladies need beards. And you're like, dude, well, all right. <laughs> like, yeah. Fucking relax, man. Dude, they're just the only white people. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, oh, dude, I, well, here's the thing that worries me the most, especially about that one is that they like the, the thing that like house of the dragon does really well is that it keeps the consistency of the same production mm-hmm. as, as as Game of Thrones. Yep. So every shot looks still it feel, yeah, it like feels, Game of Thrones. It feels like you're back in Game of Thrones. But like but some of the things that like I've seen in the Rings of Power like have a really great sweeping shot that looks like a Peter Jackson thing and then all of a sudden it looks like fucking CW came in and was like let's do the close-ups. You know like it's like what yeah. the- like, like that's the weird thing is that like if you don't have a good showrunner or good creators that can really you know uh, hone in on the the this specific conceptual visual aspect of the show, it's gonna look fucking all over the place. Yeah, you need a what do you call it a, a, a Kevin Feige. Oh, dude. Speaking of which, have you heard of DC's new Kevin Feige? Oh no, this? no! They apparently are, you know, uh, zeroing in on a new uh, on a on a producer to be able to take over these things. Oh, this guy's no. name is Dan Lin. He is uh, he's produced. He was an executive producer on Godzilla vs Kong. He produced the Lego Movie. He produced Aladdin. <laughs> uh, you know, he produced it. Uh, he did Death Note, which is a terrible adaptation. Uh, Lego Batman movie. Um, gangster okay. squad. He's he he's done a lot. I mean, when it comes to producing, basically. yeah. We'll we'll see though. We'll see what happens here. Well, I know, but the thing is that like it's it's weird to think that like Kevin Feige has gotten to this point. He must just be fucking dancing in his underpants every time that somebody mentions him because it's like he is now in the echelon of a producer that yeah. people will remember. 
That's yeah. that is harder than like a director to remember than an actor to remember. Like yeah. a producer to remember. Like, do you remember any other fucking producers? Can you name any other like famous producers? Uh, I don't know his uh, Joel Silver. Joel Silver. What did he do? Didn't he? Is that is right? He, is it mean, Silverstein? No, I think it's just Joel Silver. I don't know. Let me see. Let me see if I'm right here. Uh, yeah. What did he do? Joel Silver. Is this right? Yeah. So he produced The Nice Guys, The Matrix, Die Hard, uh, Logan's Run. Oh, sorry. That's that's a new movie. Uh, he did a bunch of like old movies that I really liked. I think of. I immediately think of Jerry Brockheimer. So he's like the, he's like the number one producer that I always like think of. Like if if somebody's like, oh, you know, like the you know like the most famous producers out there. I don't so, know why I was thinking. So of here, Jerry check, check this out. So so Joel Silver he produced. Um, here, let me go back in time. He produced Commando. He produced Lethal Weapon, Predator, Die Hard, Roadhouse, Lethal Weapon Two, Die Hard Two, Predator Two. Uh, uh, Lethal Weapon 3, Demolition Man. Uh, he did... Dude, uh, I'm trying to go with a, just Lethal Weapon 4, The Matrix, uh, Romeo Must Die, Dungeons and Dragons, Exit Wounds, Swordfish, 13 Ghosts, uh, Ghost Ship, Cradle to the Grave, The Animatrix, The Matrix Reload. <laughs> Cradle and to the Animatrix. Grave? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, what else? House of Wax, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, V for Vendetta. Oh, Kiss Bang! These are all these are all bad movies. Oh right? God. V for Vendetta, uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. He did. There's, there's. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of picking and choosing here. He did the, the new Sherlock Holmes, the Book of Eli. Uh, Is this guy like a million Sherlock years Holmes? old? I mean, from the Dude, first fucking right? lethal he weapon did Project X. That movie, like you oh know what I mean, God. like Project X was that you the that? movie? Yeah, yeah, of course. Holy shit! Yeah, and then yeah, the, most recently, like yeah, the Nice Guys, Suburbicon, Superfly. Uh, but then, but the, but the point is, the point is that like you know, Kevin Feige is now being like used as a example of being like, look at what this person that can you know oversee everything do. Like that's what we want. We want we want that to be the thing. Imagine your competitor using that to be like, how do we find the next Kevin Feige? You know like wait, wait, that, who, that who is who is the the producer you you said? Dan Lynn. No no but the one that the you you know oh, <laughs> Jerry Bruckheimer. Okay so Joel Silver <laughs> it says it says here on uh IMDB um, as a flamboy- as flamboyant as, as any character in his movie, Joel Silver can be credited along with Jerry Brockheimer as practically reinventing the action film genre of the 1980s. Jeez. That's funny, eh? Look, so, at, that. look, at, look at that connection right there. I hopefully, know. Hopefully Dan Lin can have that kind of uh, that effect. I mean, I don't know. They, they said they're zeroing in. I have no idea what that means when it comes to these type of things. Yeah. But my God, like it's, it's, it's I don't know. It, it's a fascinating thing to see that these are like things that people are talking about, especially since like Discovery and like WB are just axing everything. Yeah, oh, man. They're go they're going at it hard. Like they're they're not they're not afraid anymore. They're like ninety million dollars. Oh, I don't give a shit. You know? Oh, who was uh, a buddy of mine was talking to me about that? Um, what did he say? He uh, he had a theory about that. Um, he said that he believes that they took a big tax write off for Batgirl. So by not releasing they they so by not releasing it they broke way more even than a poor re- uh, reception. A tax write-off that broke even of ninety million dollars and probably saved him another twenty million dollars. How does that? How does a tax write-off? I don't know. That I'm not sure. I, I actually thought that you might know a little bit more about that. With the well, tax write-off, because like, in most of those cases, you use the tax like incentive and like the grant or whatever you would get from the actual state as yeah. part of you know your budget, right? So in some cases, I mean, there are, it's weird. There's like, um, like Italy has a tax incentive. That's a lottery system that basically grants taxes from like 5% to 15%. So you can't, you can't like write it into your, you know, like budget. Uh, We may have 5% of the tax incentive or 15% of it, but you know, but I mean, it's, it's interesting that. What, do you know where they shot it? I don't know. I mean, I imagine, you know, uh, what would be a good place? Georgia, 
Atlanta. Uh, I mean, God, if they if they shot it in L.A., I mean, fucking goodbye, <laughs> goodbye taxes right there. Unless they got that grant somehow. I don't know. Okay, so it says here they they shot it in the U.K., Glasgow, Scotland. Oh, interesting. Okay, apparently they had like a like a a funeral for the movie. Did you hear about that? Where they <laughs> no. like got they got people together because like apparently the directors do not have the footage and they cannot oh. access it. That's funny, right? So because like people had this whole speculation of being like, "Well, why don't you just fucking grab it and release it and just in general, just like have it out there, you know? Like, yeah, release the cut." But they were like, "We don't, they, we don't, they don't have it, and they don't have yeah, access yeah. to it either." Well, but yeah. apparently, they they got everybody together, even some of the executives and some of the actors and like that, to have like a like a showing of the movie uh, gotcha. as it's like last time to be to be ever seen, and, but you know, for like the entire team, yeah. It, you know, I mean, like, I, I think it's interesting that they do it's these crazy. things, especially in movies and especially in, like, the movie industry. But at the same time, I, I don't know. I didn't even know that there was, like, such an outcry of fans being like, we can't wait to see a Batgirl movie. I'm like, holy shit. You barely want to see a Batman movie. Like, what what, what, like, yeah. what, what, is it, what does it matter to any of these things? Like, I, they don't like DC anyway. Like, it's, it's, well, it's you strange. Know what's, you know what's funny about this is, like, um, like, I've worked... Like when I was um, kind of working on TV shows in Toronto, like there was so many projects I worked on. Uh, like there was like pilot season every mm-hmm. year. Oh yeah, right. And you 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 would work on these pilots, and then they would never, nothing would ever happen with them. Like it's so weird to like work on some something, get paid for it, everything. Like big names are on it, and like I I don't even know. I must have done like at least ten of them, like mm-hmm. ten different shows. Yeah. And some of them were like the budgets were crazy. Oh, like yeah. there was there was one they shut down like University Avenue in Toronto for like eight blocks for this like car chase scene. And it cost like something like three million dollars for this one scene in this pilot. And then like nothing ever happened to it. And like I don't know the name of it because everything was like the working title. Like there was no oh, yeah. actual yeah. title it's, yet. It's pretend title, yeah. Yeah. Right. And so it's just like, it's so bizarre. And I feel like Batgirl is the first kind of um, like, like big thing that like, like the general public is seeing that like, Hey, this happens where they make something and then just bury it. But this happens like all the time. Oh, especially in TV, right? I mean, um, we, we have a mutual friend that works in the TV world and she would say, that most of the time, even like for like development purposes, they're always just trying to find the right show that can keep the other ones afloat. Yeah. Right. Which is crazy because there's like so much TV out there that is absolute garbage. Oh, it's terrible. It's you know what terrible. I mean? there, there was a, you know, another interesting video that came out or that was like kind of like being like discussed around Reddit that like was the, uh, was when Matt Damon was on Hot Ones. And he was talking about one of the reasons why they don't yeah. make the same movies as they do, you know, now. Yeah. And I think I think most of his explanation kind of had to do with, you know, the changes of how you can make your money back and like what yeah, you with pay for and everything. DVD like that. sales, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I don't. You know what? Know. I want to I want to link that that clip in the in the show notes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think yeah. That was like yeah, that that his you sent that to me, and I thought that was like a genius. Like how well, it's because it's because Matt Damon is such a great way of explaining things. He he's also like a very level-headed human being, and mm-hmm. you know him and Ben Affleck had to do like their movie things like for so low, and like you know he I think he understands like even like the indie market from like the beginning of when like the Weinstein indie market really started to take off, right? Yeah, um, and I'm sure. I'm sure he's not dumb that like he probably follows a little bit of the differences in now what you have to do today for the indie market. But though his explanation, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll link it, but like it's, it's, it's an incredible explanation that a lot of people have been going back and forth on because there's also, you know, some people like think of the other explanations are for the type of content that are being made for the type of distribution that's out there for the fact that, you know, these tech companies, you know, literally don't have to, answer they don't have to explain these numbers right 
Like they don't have to mm-hmm. explain what a click means or whatever the fuck. And like, there's like a different definition for all these type of things. And then on top of that, this is why those actors are being like, Hey, look, we don't really know if we have, you know, that much that we can be able to afford because they don't, they're not getting residuals or like, you know, contracts are becoming different. I mean, that's why we see so often where you're like, Oh, Scarlett Johansson's suing Disney because their promise of what the sales yeah, could have been for this. But, yeah. Yeah. Drastically changed because it was uploaded here. Well, and I, th- I feel like they're getting rid of like syndication. Like I know Netflix is, they don't want to do that. Then even a lot well, of shows. How can they do that, right? Who goes yeah. back to watch House of Cards right now? Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it, it's, I don't know. It, it, I get it. It's like a smart business move on those, like on the, on that part of, you know, the streamers and the companies and like the tech and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it just like, it just makes you wonder like the, almost extinction of physical parts of entertainment. Yeah. Well, and I was thinking about that too, right? Like, like back in the day you have like, you know, your, your VHS collection or your DVD collection, Mm Blu-rays, whatever, right? Laser discs. And like now it's like everything is digital. So if, if there's an issue with a movie, they can just pull it and then it's just gone. They can also re-edit it. Yeah. While you still have it. Which is crazy. Which drives me, yeah. But it may, but but it's weird though because it's like, but if you don't actually own any sort of physical copies anymore, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, like I go to like the iTunes thing and like I would buy like a digital movie or something like that. Yeah, right. One because I just I don't want to keep taking up more room with like Blu-rays or whatever the fuck. But at the same time, like that means that it's almost like you're just buying the right to license it so you can watch it. But they could they they could pull it if they wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which is crazy. They were, they were having the same problem with like, you know, video game companies that were releasing being like, Oh, well our servers are shutting down. Thus, you know, the online services are going to be no more. Plus those online services came with the DLC that you purchased, you know, back way back when. So your 60 bucks that you use to purchase other stuff is going to be just ours. uh, And you're going to have nothing for it. And so like, it's weird to think that like that the the digital age is more about like the, almost like the renting of what you think is buying. Yeah. No, I feel like that's a good way of, of thinking about it. That makes sense. But yeah, it's crazy that like things can just like disappear now. And and there has been, have you seen anything? Yeah. Have you ever seen anything that that just is poofed gone? I haven't. I know I, I, I did watch a video though about like, it was something like 10 movies that like, just aren't on any streaming services. Well, like, I mean, HBO recently did that. They did a mass amount of clearances yeah. of like. Oh, I heard with uh, Sesame Street. Yeah, you Sesame Street. They've had, they've had other ones though too. I heard though was something with uh, Big Bird. Like his syndication contract was like sick, and so HBO just like dumped a whole bunch of like Big Bird episodes. Did you hear about this? So they wouldn't have oh, to like. Oh my god! What? Yeah, so say what if they like pay Big Bird residuals <laughs> or something? No way. I mean, who, who, who's who's Big Dude. Bird? Like, I mean, like who? I have like, no idea. Getting it for Big Bird, like is right? It but like, that? oh man, isn't that hilarious though? Episode like, of Sesame Street allegedly removed for being too frightening is posted to social media. What the fuck? There you go. <laughs> All right, well, but yeah, then, no, it, it's it's it, it's just I don't know. It, it's it's a wild thing to think about because. Then, yeah. you, then you kind of like think like, oh, well, I mean, for everything that you're doing, even if like, you know, you're making a movie and everything like that. Well, no, but like, I, I just think of uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, how there's like four episodes now that are just like gone. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but you know why, right? Yeah. It's like the, was it blackface? It's all, yeah. But the thing is, <laughs> they almost tell me that it was five episodes that were taken down because they're all blackface. <laughs> Yeah, like each but, but part of me is thinking like, okay, oh fast forward, fast forward, like twenty years, thirty years, whatever, right? Like there could be a totally problematic thing that we're putting in movies right now. That in the future they're going to be like, I can't believe you guys put that in movies. Like we got to get rid of that. That's completely inappropriate. And so well, it's they're like, going to take down Tropic Thunder. They're going to take down uh, what was that one with Mickey Rooney who played an Asian? You know, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but it's like, you know what I mean? Like, are, are they just, is there like, like, dude, watching Friends back, Friends yeah. is so pl- problematic to like today's Probably, Problematic now in, in what, in what's, in what sort of sense? Like, dude, like the, the misogyny, the like, like how, how 
the relationships are like like there's a lot of issues with that show like joey especially <laughs> joey is like dude there's a lot of things that joey could get canceled for in that show like i think it's hilarious and like i like it yeah but like watching it back you're like oh i don't remember how inappropriate he was and, Simpler and that's time. Kind of like, uh, Simpler but, but that's time. like also where the the debate is. I mean, like in most conversations are going about like comedy and like everything. Like, you yeah. know, how can you have things that aren't as edgy or aren't as I don't know. I mean, like as uh, yeah. I mean, like, what can you do about that? And, right? and you know what? I should probably like 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 my assumption of the future is like is like putting like the trajectory that we're on today, just like expanding on that. And like things could dramatically shift to something different. And I, I do feel like comedy has actually shifted recently where I feel like things are more like inappropriate and like, like comedy is like definitely like pushing back against like politically correctness. Like, I don't know if you've seen um, the new Bill Burr or the new like Andrew Schultz, uh, infamous like it's definitely like pushing it the other direction and i think it's like mm-hmm. i don't know i appreciate that i like that it feels i don't know like a little more like a like a like a, a relief or like someone's saying stuff that like yeah you haven't heard in a while or i don't know but oh, i yeah. don't know i mean I'm curious, I'm curious what the next like 10 20 years are gonna look like right is is everything gonna be more intense than what it is currently or are we is it going to like revert back are we gonna, or is something else going to be a, an issue that's bigger than everything that's currently we're currently dealing with so yeah i mean well i mean especially with like tech and you know being able to acquire things so easily i mean yeah. eventually it'll all be under like fucking it's like it's like in demolition man where they were like oh yeah you know the 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 fast food wars uh taco bell came out on top <laughs> you know what i mean so, like, you know, you'll have, like, one entity. It's, like, Amazon Prime presents Netflix, presents HBO, presents, you know, like... In association with, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> association with. I mean, like, um, oh, one of the things I wanted to ask you and everything, are you, what are you looking forward to about this uh, this, this Apple thing? Like, you know, they, they just released oh. it there. Like, they're like, oh, hey, get ready uh, September or whatever the fuck. Seventh, I think. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we'll, let's talk about that after it happens. But one, one other thing I wanted to bring up with you, TV-wise, movie-wise. So I just watched the other day uh, the... Dude, it's already finished, but I just started it. Uh, the new season of Westworld. You watched the whole thing? No. I just watched the first episode. Is and man, Because the last season was terrible. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I for, totally forgot the last season, and then this season is like, I'm so confused with what is happening, and I'm just like, and like there was no hype, there's no one was talking about it. I think I feel like they just like, oh kinda, I know, like after season two, it just it just went, yeah, it just, it just went bye bye. Like the production quality is like like top notch, and like the oh, cinematography really? I think is really well done. Yeah, like it looks it looks really cool, and like the world I like a lot, but like. I'm just like what? What's well? Going that on? that first season is among the best TV. The yeah. first season of Westworld. Oh man, I would think is among the best TV, like top notch. Yeah, and then, I feel like it just they took too long to come out with the seasons, and then people got like bored. Well, I think I think it's because of the the because la- like I mean, I, if you completely forgot about the last season, that means it really yeah. didn't do its job. <laughs> like it it didn't had zero impact on your life. Yeah, and you know just wasn't interesting. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, like, you know, I mean, I get like Aaron Paul needs to work. I understand that. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like when I'm, when I'm wanting to just watch what Ed Harris is doing, I mean, like I, I could give two shits about Aaron Paul, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, is, is, is Rachel Evanwood still even, uh, Dolores or is that, uh, Dude, I'm is like, that Tessa Thompson now? Like, you know it, what I mean? Like they did like yeah. so many fucking switches where I'm like, okay, I'm, uh, I'm confused now, but I do. I do want to watch the new season. Yeah, it, it like I'll I'll watch it, but yeah, I just you know what we didn't. Oh man, we're out of time, man. I really wanted to talk to you about uh, the Terminal List as well. Save it for next week. I'll, I'll watch it by then. Did you Did you get a chance to watch any of it? No. <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. All right, perfect. <laughs> so next week, yeah, I'm too busy watching Master Chef. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You're ridiculous. It's so good. I'm terrible. I'm a terrible cook. You know? <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just wish I could be like, you know, so good. I, I wish I could just like crush up pretzels and use that as like the breading for my fish. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do any of these things. That's hilarious. All right. Well, uh, all right. So the next week, watch Terminal List. Yeah. Terminal List and we'll watch some of Westworld. I'll definitely watch some of that. And then uh, there's only eight episodes of Westworld. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I have time to crush that, but we'll see. And then uh, I guess you want to do this Thursdays now and we'll just do She-Hulk until that's done. <laughs> yeah. Cause everybody loves She-Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll keep it to Thursdays until we don't have to anymore. Okay. Until something better comes <laughs> until out. Something better comes out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Thursdays oh, for the She-Hulk run and then, uh, and then we move on. Yeah. That's Probably how back, it is. Back to Wednesdays. Now you know it people. Now you get it. There you go. All right. All right dude. I'll talk to you later. Later.